Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Alcina Lloyd, and this is The Daily Download. Today, I'll discuss the share of U.S. mortgages and forbearance rising to 8.5%, a TCPA ruling by a Californian appeals court to block certain debt calls, a report that claims renters may be less likely to renew their lease after the COVID-19 pandemic passes, and data from Black Knight that claims only 1 in 10 borrowers and forbearance is equity poor. But before you listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening, and let's get started with an article written by Kathleen Howley that covers new data from the Mortgage Bankers Association. According to the MBA, almost 4.3 million mortgages were in forbearance during May's final week, representing 8.53% of outstanding home loans. Notably, the numbers increased from 4.2 million mortgages in the prior week, which accounted for an 8.46% share. Of this increase, private label loans led the charge, rising to a 10% share from 9.67%. The MBA also said the forbearance share for mortgages backed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac rose to 6.4% from 6.39%, while the percentage for loans backed by the Federal Housing Administration and the Veterans Administration increased to 11.83% from 11.82%. In reference to the report, MBA's chief economist Mike Frattentoni said, with the job market beginning to gradually improve, more homeowners are exiting forbearance and the housing market is starting to see declines and forbearance volumes among some servicers. Our next story also comes from Howley and covers a TCPA ruling by a Californian appeals court to block certain debt calls. According to Howley, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit in San Francisco issued a ruling last week, making it harder for lenders to contact borrowers. It also made life a bit easier for people who have new cell phones previously held by someone with overdue loan payments. Notably, the court said in a June 3rd ruling that the Telephone Consumer Protection Act of 1991 prohibits non-emergency auto-dialed calls to cell phones unless made with the prior express consent of the called party. This means someone with a new cell phone number can't be bothered by robocalls intended for the prior holder of that number. The TCPA's consent provision is based upon the prior express consent on the called party, and the ruling said it would be odd if a called party referred to some person external to the potentially actionable communication. Our third story comes from Julia Falcon and covers research data from Amherst that claims despite stimulus checks, the Paycheck Protection Program, and other government resources, nearly 61% of households in the U.S. remain vulnerable. According to a survey from Satisfax, only 34.1% of renters said their management company offered a payment plan for May's rent, while a whopping 65.5% said they are unaware of any local, state, or federal programs to help with rental assistance. According to Satisfax, 
Based on current experience in their dwelling, 26.1% of renters surveyed with leases expiring in the next six months said they are likely to renew their lease, while 35.9% say they are not likely to renew and 38% are somewhat likely or not sure at the moment. On top of that, the company determined renters who pay more than $17.50 a month are the least likely to renew. The study also found just 18.7% of those renters say they are very likely to renew, while 41.6% said they are not likely to renew. During the month of April, 38.2% of residents experienced at least 50% decrease in income. Of those renters, 16.7% said the decrease was by 100%. Those aged 18 to 24 had the highest likelihood of 100% cut in income at 24%. Meanwhile, those aged 65 and older were least likely to experience a change in income at 68.8%. Our last story comes from Kathleen Howley and covers data from Black Knight that claims about 1 in 10 mortgage borrowers who are in forbearance has less than 10% equity in their property or is underwater, which the company believes is an indication that defaults will remain limited. According to Black Knight President Ben Grabowski, about 9% of borrowers with suspended payments are equity poor, meaning their mortgage balance is greater than 90% of their property's value, and 1% of borrowers is underwater, meaning their loans exceed their home's worth. According to him, 80% of homeowners in forbearance have 20% or more equity, which indicates they likely won't end up in foreclosure. He also said people who have more skin in the game are less likely to let their mortgages go into foreclosure and equity positions among homeowners in forbearance are led by large and strong. He says just 9% have 10% or less equity, typically enough to cover the cost of a sale property with another 1% underwater on their mortgages. Thanks for listening to today's top stories and the Housing Wire team will be back again tomorrow to cover the top stories that you need to know in the daily download.